Section 3 of Understanding Climatic Change. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Warren Cotty, Gurney, Illinois. Understanding Climatic Change A Program for Action by the U.S. Committee for the Global Atmospheric Research Program section three physical basis of climate and climatic change climatic system the term climate usually brings to mind an average regime of weather the climatic system however consists of those properties and processes that are responsible for the climate and its variations and are illustrated in figure three point one the properties of the climatic system may be broadly classified as thermal properties which include the temperature of the air water ice and land kinetic properties which include the wind and ocean currents together with the associated vertical motions and the motion of ice masses aqueous properties which includes the air's moisture or humidity the cloudiness and cloud water content groundwater lake levels and the water content of snow and of land and sea ice and static properties which include the pressure and density of the atmosphere and ocean the composition of the dry air the oceanic salinity and the geometric boundaries and physical constants of the system these variables are interconnected by the various physical processes occurring in the system such as precipitation and evaporation radiation and the transfer of heat and momentum by advection convection and turbulence components of the system in general terms the complete climatic system consists of five physical components the atmosphere hydrosphere cryosphere lithosphere and biosphere as follows the atmosphere which comprises the earth's gaseous envelope is the most variable part of the system and has a characteristic response or thermal adjustment time of the order of a month by this we mean that the atmosphere by transferring heat vertically and horizontally will adjust itself to an imposed temperature change in about a month's time this is also approximately the time it would take for the atmosphere's kinetic energy to be dissipated by friction if there were no processes acting to replenish this energy the hydrosphere which comprises the liquid water distributed over the surface of the earth includes the oceans lakes rivers and the water beneath the earth's surface such as groundwater and subterranean water of these the world's oceans are the most important for climatic variations the ocean absorbs most of the solar radiation that reaches the earth's surface and the oceanic temperature structure represents an enormous reservoir of energy due to the relatively large mass and specific heat of the ocean's water the upper layers of the ocean interact with the overlying atmosphere on time scales of months to years while the deeper ocean waters have thermal adjustment times of the order of centuries 
the cryosphere which comprises the world's ice masses and snow deposits includes the continental ice sheets mountain glaciers sea ice surface snow cover and lake and river ice the changes of snow cover on the land are mainly seasonal and are closely tied to the atmospheric circulation the glaciers and ice sheets which represent the bulk of the world's freshwater storage respond much more slowly because of their great mass these systems develop a dynamics of their own and they show significant changes in volume and extent over periods ranging from hundreds to millions of years such variations are of course closely related to the global hydrologic balance and to variations of sea level see appendix a the lithosphere which consists of the land masses over the surface of the earth includes the mountains and ocean basins together with the surface rock sediments and soil these features change over the longest time scales of all the components of the climatic system ranging up to the age of the earth itself the processes of continental drift and seafloor spreading which have resulted in mountain building and in changes in the shapes and depths of the oceans occur over tens and hundreds of millions of years these events are not generally regarded as representing the same kind of interaction with other components of the system as the variations described above we note however that there may be a significant relationship between the occurrence of major glacial periods and the times when continental land masses occupied positions near the rotational poles of the earth see appendix a the processes of isostatic adjustment and the accumulation of deep ocean sediments also represent significant changes of the lithosphere and as such may be viewed as earth ice ocean interactions the introduction of volcanic debris into the atmosphere and its subsequent dispersal may also be cited as an example of earth air interaction the biosphere includes the plant cover on land and in the ocean and the animals of the air sea and land including man himself although their response characteristics differ widely these biological elements are sensitive to climate and in turn may influence climatic changes it is from the biosphere that we obtain most of the data on paleoclimates see appendix a natural changes in surface vegetation occur over periods ranging from decades to thousands of years in response to changes in temperature and precipitation and in turn alter the surface albedo and roughness evaporation and ground hydrology changes in animal populations also reflect climatic variations through the availability of suitable food and habitat the anthropogenic changes due to agriculture and animal husbandry are not known but may well be appreciable in altering at least regional climates physical processes of climate the climate at any particular time represents in some sense the average of the various elements of weather along with the state of the other components of the system the physical processes responsible for climate as distinct from climatic change are therefore basically the same as those responsible for weather these processes are expressed in quantitative fashion by the dynamical equation of motion 
the thermodynamic energy equation and the equations of mass and water substance continuity as applied to the atmosphere and ocean see appendix b a process of primary importance for the circulation of the atmosphere and ocean is the rate at which heat is added to the system the ultimate source of which is the sun's radiation the atmosphere and ocean respond to this heating by developing winds and currents which serve to transport heat from regions where it is received in abundance such as in the equatorial and tropical areas to regions where relatively little radiation is received such as the polar regions of the earth in this way the atmosphere and ocean maintain the overall global balance of heat a great deal of this heat is transported by the disturbances responsible for much of our weather in middle and high latitudes and similar disturbances may occur in the ocean these eddies of the general circulation also participate in the transports necessary to maintain the global balances of momentum mass and the total quantity of water substance while this simple view is a fair summary of our basic understanding of the general circulation it is not without shortcomings for example it does not consider the basically different circulation regime in the low latitudes or the role of convective phenomena and it does not consider the important variations of the circulation with height it might also be noted that for other combinations of the planetary size and rotation rate atmospheric composition and meridional heating gradient such as occur on other planets an altogether different circulation regime and hence climate could result although the equations referred to above are fundamental in that they form the basis of our ability to simulate numerically the climate with dynamical models they are not in themselves particularly revealing as far as the more subtle physical processes of climate are concerned to say nothing of the processes of climatic change the heating rate is itself highly dependent on the distribution of the temperature and moisture in the atmosphere and owes much to the release of the latent heat of condensation during the formation of clouds and to the subsequent influence of the clouds on the solar and terrestrial radiation these processes together with others that contribute to the overall heat balance of the atmosphere are shown in figure three point two in which data derived from recent satellite observations have been incorporated see for example von der haar and swamy nineteen seventy one here the presence of clouds water vapor and c o two is seen to account for over ninety per cent of the long wave radiation leaving the earth ocean atmosphere system this effective blocking of the radiation emitted by the earth's surface commonly referred to as the greenhouse effect permits a somewhat higher surface temperature than would otherwise be the case it is interesting that this important effect is achieved by gases in the atmosphere that exist in near trace amounts we see from figure three point two that the role played by clouds is an important one the reflection and emission from clouds accounts for about forty six per cent of the total radiation leaving the atmosphere and in terms of the short wave radiation alone clouds account for two-thirds of the planetary albedo the largest single heat source for the atmosphere 
is that supplied by the release of the latent heat of condensation and this is particularly important in the lower latitudes there is also an appreciable supply of sensible heat from the oceans especially in the middle and higher latitudes it is therefore clear that water substance in either vapor or droplet form plays a dominant role in the atmospheric heat balance and when we recall that the oceans themselves absorb most of the solar radiation reaching the surface and that the presence of ice and snow also affect the heat balance the climatic dominance of global water substance becomes overwhelming even if ice is not taken into account definitions it is useful at this point to introduce a number of definitions related to climate and climatic change in what may be called the common definition climate is the average of the various weather elements usually taken over a particular thirty-year period a more useful definition is what we shall call the practical definition which introduces the concept of a climatic state this and related definitions are as follows climatic state this is defined as the average together with the variability and other statistics of the complete set of atmospheric hydrospheric and cryospheric variables over a specified period of time in a specified domain of the earth atmosphere system the time interval is understood to be considerably longer than the lifespan of individual synoptic weather systems of the order of several days and longer than the theoretical time limit over which the behavior of the atmosphere can be locally predicted of the order of several weeks we may thus speak for example of monthly seasonal yearly or decadal climatic states climatic variation this is defined as the difference between climatic states of the same kind as between two Januaries or between two decades. We may thus speak, for example, of monthly, seasonal, yearly, or decadal climatic variations in a precise way. The phrase climatic change is used in a more general fashion, but is generally synonymous with this definition climatic anomaly this we defined as the deviation of a particular climatic state from the average of a relatively large number of climatic states of the same kind we may thus speak for example of the climatic anomaly represented by a particular january or by a particular year climatic variability this we defined as the variance among a number of climatic states of the same kind we may thus speak for example of monthly seasonal yearly or decadal climatic variability although it may be confusing this definition of climatic variability includes the variance of the variability of the individual climatic states the foregoing definitions are useful for two reasons first the concept of climatic state preserves the essence of what is usually connoted by climate while circumventing troublesome problems of statistical stability second climatic states represent definite realizations or samples of climate rather than the climate per se and are comparable with the climates simulated by numerical general circulation experiments 
there are many other definitions in existence to distinguish particular statistical characteristics of climate and climatic change such as climatic fluctuations oscillations periods cycles trends and rhythms the above definitions are generally adequate for our purposes although we shall later consider another definition of climate related to the climatic system we shall also subsequently introduce the concepts of climatic noise and climatic predictability except when otherwise indicated the use of the word climate in this report is to be considered an abbreviation for climatic state it should be noted that we have included the oceans in the definition of a climatic state as well as information on other aspects of the physical environment the ensemble of statistics required to completely describe a climatic state is presently available for only a few regions and for limited periods of time the climatic data analysis and monitoring programs recommended in chapter six are intended to fill in as much of the gap as possible with available data and to ensure that at least certain critical data are systematically gathered for an extended period of time in the future causes of climatic change while the above discussion may describe the processes responsible for the maintenance of climate it is an inadequate description of the processes involved in climatic change here we are on less secure ground and must consider a wide range of possible interactions among the elements of the climatic system it is these interactions that are responsible for the complexity of climatic variation climatic boundary conditions if we view the gaseous liquid and ice envelopes surrounding the earth as the internal climatic system we may regard the underlying ground and the space surrounding the earth as the external system the boundary conditions then consist of the configuration of the earth's crust and the state of the sun itself changes in these conditions can obviously alter the state of the climatic system i e they can be causes of climatic variation each of the external processes illustrated in figure 3.1 may be used to develop a climatic theory on which basis one may attempt to explain certain features of the observed climatic changes for example changes of the distribution of solar radiation have been used since the time of milankovitch 1930 to explain the major glacial interglacial cycles of the order of 10 to the 4th to 10 to the 5th years aside from the question of variations of the sun's radiative output variations of the earth's orbital parameters produce changes in the intensity and geographical pattern of the seasonal and annual radiation received at the top of the atmosphere and in the length of the radiational seasons in each hemisphere these effects which are known with considerable accuracy have resulted in occasional variations of the seasonal insulation regime several times larger than those now experienced these orbital elements eccentricity obliquity and precession vary with periods averaging about ninety six thousand years forty one thousand years and twenty one thousand years respectively 
because the seasons themselves represent substantial climatic variations such astronomical theories of climatic change must be given careful consideration the separate question of the climatic effects of possible changes in the sun's radiation i e changes of the so-called solar constant has a much less firm physical basis not only are the measured short period variations of solar output quite small but the repeated search for climatic periodicities linked with the eleven-year and eighty-year sunspot cycles has not yielded statistically conclusive results the question of still longer period solar variations cannot be adequately examined with present data although over periods of the order of hundreds of millions of years the sun's radiation seems likely to have changed the time range of this and other possible causative factors of climatic change is shown in figure 3.3 on time scales of tens of millions of years there are changes in the shapes of the ocean basins and the distribution of continents as a result of sea floor spreading and continental drift see figure 3.3 over geological time these processes must have resulted in substantial changes of global climate just how much of the recorded paleoclimatic variations may eventually be accounted for by such effects however is not known and applying climatic models to the systematic reconstruction of the earth's climatic history prior to about 10 million years ago is an important component of the research program recommended in this report see chapter 6 in such climatic reconstructions the oceans must be simulated along with the atmosphere and eventually the ice masses must also be reproduced accompanying the migration of the land masses are the processes of mountain building epirogeny isostatic adjustment and sea level changes all of which must also be taken into account yet another external cause of climatic variation is the changes in the composition of the atmosphere resulting from the natural chemical evolution of the nitrogen oxygen and carbon dioxide content in response to geological and biological processes as well as from the effluence of volcanic eruptions on shorter time scales however it is probably the injection of dust particles into the atmosphere by volcanoes that has produced a more significant climatic effect by modifying the atmospheric radiation balance see figure 3.2 the progressive enrichment of the atmospheric co2 content which has occurred during this century as a result of man's combustion of fossil fuels amounting to an increase of order 10 percent since the 1880s must also be considered an external cause of climatic variation these considerations lead to the physical definition of climate as the equilibrium statistical state reached by the elements of the atmosphere hydrosphere and cryosphere under a set of given and fixed external boundary conditions there is of course the possibility that a true equilibrium may not be reached in a finite time due to the disparity of the response times of the system's components but this is nevertheless a useful definition by progressively reducing the internal climatic system to include only the atmosphere and ocean 
in equilibrium with the land and ice distribution and then to include only the atmosphere itself in equilibrium with the ocean ice and land a hierarchy of climates may be defined which is useful for the analysis of questions of climatic determinism climatic change processes and feedback mechanisms important as the above processes may be for the longer period variations of climate there are other factors that may also produce climatic change these involve changes in the large-scale distribution of the effective internal driving mechanisms for the atmosphere and ocean variations of the global ice distribution for example have a significant effect on the net heating of the atmosphere by virtue of the ice's effective control of the surface heat budget and thereby may change the meridional heating gradient that drives the atmospheric and oceanic circulation an equally significant change for the oceans at least may be introduced by widespread salinity variations as caused for example by the melting of ice the salinity of the ocean surface water is in turn closely related to the formation of relatively dense bottom water which by sinking and spreading fills the bulk of the world's ocean basins such processes may act as internal controls of the climatic system with time scales extending from fractions of a year to hundreds and even thousands of years see figure three point three some of these processes display a coupling or mutual compensation among two or more elements of the internal climatic system such interactions or feedback mechanisms may act either to amplify the value or anomaly of one of the interacting elements positive feedback or to damp it negative feedback because of the large number of degrees of freedom of the ocean atmosphere system for the moment considering the ice distribution to be fixed there are a large number of possible feedback mechanisms within the ocean within the atmosphere and between the ocean and the atmosphere these same degrees of freedom however invite a high risk of error in any qualitative analysis and in some cases equally plausible arguments of this sort lead to opposite conclusions some of the more prominent feedback effects operate among the shorter period processes of climatic change especially those concerning the radiation balance over land and the energy balance over the ocean for example a perturbation of the ocean surface temperature may modify the transfer of sensible heat to the overlying atmosphere and thereby affect the atmospheric circulation and cloudiness these changes may in turn affect the ocean surface temperatures through changes in radiation wind-induced mixing advection and convergence and may subsequently affect the deep ocean temperatures through geostrophic adjustment to the convergence in the boundary layer these processes may result either in the enhancement or reduction of the initial anomaly of sea surface temperature a number of studies have shown positive feedback of this sort for several years time in the north pacific ocean the greenhouse effect in which the absorption of long-wave radiation by water vapor produces a higher surface temperature is probably the best known example of a semi-permanent positive feedback process 
although other positive feedbacks of climatic importance may be noted. One of these is the snow cover albedo temperature feedback, in which an increase of snow extent increases the surface albedo and thereby lowers the surface temperature. This in turn, all else being equal, further increases the extent of the snow cover. An example of negative feedback is the coupling between cloudiness and surface temperature noted earlier. In this scheme, an initial increase of surface temperature serves to increase the evaporation, which is followed by an increase of cloudiness. This in turn reduces the solar radiation reaching the surface and thereby lowers the initial temperature anomaly. Here we have ignored the effects of long-wave radiation and of advective processes in both ocean and atmosphere, but these examples serve to illustrate the uncertainty that must be attached to such arguments. While there is much evidence to support the existence of feedback processes, the key phrase in their qualitative use is, all else being equal. In a system as complex as climate, this is usually not the case, and an anomaly in one part of the system may be expected to set off a whole series of adjustments depending on the type, location, and magnitude of the disturbance. Any positive feedback must, in any event, be checked at some level by the intervention of other internal adjustment processes, or the climate would exhibit a runaway behavior. We do not adequately understand these adjustment mechanisms, and their systematic quantitative exploration by numerical climate models is an important task for the future. See Chapter 6. In that research, it will be essential to use coupled models of atmosphere and ocean, and these must be calibrated with great care so as not to distort the feedback mechanisms themselves. Climatic noise. Climatic states have been defined in terms of finite time averages, and as such are subject to fluctuations of statistical origin in addition to the changes of a physical nature already discussed. Since these statistical fluctuations arise from the day-to-day -day fluctuations in weather, the autovariation of the atmosphere identified in Figure 3.3, they are unpredictable over timescales of climatological interest and are therefore appropriately defined as climatic noise. The amplitude of this noise decreases approximately as the square root of the length of the time averaging interval, but some remains at a finite time scale. Leith, 1973, Chervin et al., 1974. A key problem of climatic variation on any time scale is therefore the determination of the climatic predictability which we may define as the ratio of the magnitude of the potentially predictable climatic change of physical origin to the magnitude of this unpredictable climatic noise. Role of the Oceans in Climatic Change It has been noted that the oceans play a prominent role in the determination of climate through the processes at the air-sea interface that govern the exchanges of heat, moisture, and momentum. While these conditions are actually determined mutually by the atmosphere and the ocean, they are likely dominated by the ocean on at least the longer climatic timescales. It is the high thermal and mechanical oceanic inertia 
that requires that special consideration be given to the role of the ocean in climatic change physical processes in the ocean over half of the solar radiation reaching the earth's surface is absorbed by the sea this solar radiation along with the surface wind stress is the ultimate energy source for a variety of physical processes in the ocean whose climatic importance is essentially a function of their time scales the absorption of solar radiation is primarily responsible for the existence of a warm surface mixed layer of order ten to the second meters deep found over most of the world's oceans this warm surface layer represents a large reservoir of heat and acts as a significant thermodynamic constraint on the atmospheric circulation the exchange of the ocean's heat with the atmosphere occurs over a wide range of time scales and largely determines the relative importance of other physical processes in the ocean for climatic change some of this heat is used for surface evaporation some is stored in the surface layer and some is moved downward into deeper water by various dynamical and thermodynamical processes the fluxes of latent and sensible heat into the atmosphere are commonly parameterized in atmospheric models as functions of the large-scale surface wind speed and the vertical gradients of humidity and temperature in the air over the ocean surface these fluxes are actually accomplished by small-scale turbulent processes in the surface boundary layer whose behavior is not adequately understood physical processes in the ocean such as vertical convective motions depending on the local vertical stratification of temperature and salinity and wind-induced stirring also affect the depth and structure of the mixed layer as shown for example by the simulations of daily variations of local mixed layer depth by denman and miyaki 1973 other small-scale processes such as salt fingering and internal waves also produce transports that may contribute significantly to the overall vertical mixing in the ocean therefore the dynamics of the ocean surface layer must be taken into account in even the simplest of climate models it is becoming apparent that the most energetic motion scale in the oceans is that of the mesoscale eddy whose period is of the order of a few months and whose horizontal wavelength is of the order of several hundred kilometers the kinetic energy of these motions which is predominantly in the barotropic and first baroclinic vertical mode may be one or two orders of magnitude greater than that of the time averaged motions themselves in a general sense these slowly evolving eddies are the counterpart of the larger scale transient cyclones and anticyclones in the atmosphere an understanding of the physical processes responsible for the origin and behavior of these eddies and their role in the oceanic general circulation is essential for further insight into the dynamics of the vast open ocean regions in addition to the surface interactions vertical mixing processes and mesoscale motions the study of the longer period variations of climate clearly requires consideration of the large-scale dynamics of the complete oceanic circulation this includes the large-scale pattern 
of wind-driven and thermohaline currents and their associated horizontal and vertical transports of heat momentum and salt of particular importance here is the study of the local dynamics of the intense boundary and equatorial currents and the relative roles of inertial and topographic influences the characteristic variations of these large-scale processes are on time scales of the order of seasons and years in the near surface waters but may occur in progressively longer time scales in deeper water the longest oceanic adjustment time associated with the permanent ocean circulation is of the order ten to the third years see figure three point three for climatic variations on these time scales therefore the entire water mass of the global ocean must be taken into account modeling the oceanic circulation the systematic examination of the various mechanisms and feedbacks by which the oceanic thermal structure and circulation are maintained on various time scales is largely a task for the future in this research it will be necessary to conduct intensive observational programs in order to gain greater understanding of the various oceanic physical processes themselves and to construct numerical models of the oceanic circulation in which these processes are correctly represented for climatic studies it is important that the heat and energy balances of the ocean be modeled correctly over the time and space scales of interest and this cannot now be said to have been achieved the classical ocean circulation models which were initiated in the late 1940s and further developed in the following decades do account for the gross features of the ocean circulation such as the major current systems and the large-scale oceanic thermal structure see appendix b but even these features are physically and geometrically distorted by the consideration of only the larger scale relatively viscous motions the commonly used vertical thermal eddy diffusivity in such models is also questionable and may be an order of magnitude too high as indicated for example by recent studies on oceanic tritium concentrations this alone will produce a distortion of the processes responsible for deep water formation in such models but perhaps more important is the fact that numerical ocean models have not had a sufficiently fine horizontal resolution to portray the mesoscale eddies either in the open ocean or in the restricted regions of concentrated currents the accuracy with which the meandering and vortex shedding of boundary currents such as the gulf stream or corrosio must be modeled or the resolution required for the transient behavior of the equatorial and antarctic current systems depends on the extent to which these features are coupled to the semi-permanent or primary current systems themselves and on the time scales under consideration it is unlikely however that these features or the mesoscale eddies can be successfully modeled with constant eddy diffusion coefficients to study the role of the oceans in climatic change it is necessary to construct dynamically and energetically correct oceanic general circulation models and to couple them in appropriate versions 
to similarly accurate and compatible atmospheric models some experience with simplified coupled models of coarse resolution has already been gained as discussed in appendix b further tests of coupled models are necessary in which the oceanic mesoscale eddies are resolved in order that we may understand their role in the oceanic heat balance and their relationship to the climatically important changes of sea surface temperature since computational limitations will likely preclude the resolution of these eddies throughout the world ocean their successful parameterization will become an important problem for future research of particular importance for climate studies is the construction of an accurate model of the oceanic surface mixed layer since all the physical processes in the ocean ultimately exert their influence on the atmosphere through the surface of the sea until the dynamics of this oceanic boundary layer are better understood our ability to model climatic variations on any time scale will remain seriously limited simulation and predictability of climatic variation climate modeling problem from the above remarks it is clear that the problem of modeling climatic variation is fundamentally one of constructing a hierarchy of coupled atmosphere ocean models each suited to the physical processes dominant on a particular time scale the attack on this problem is now in its infancy whether we consider changes of the external boundary conditions or changes of the internally controlled physical processes and feedback mechanisms we note from figure 3.3 the wide range of time intervals over which characteristic climatic events occur and that many of these involve interactions among the atmosphere oceans ice and land because of the system's nonlinearity we may expect a broad range of response in both space and time in the individual climatic variables this is just what the climatic record shows to study the relative contribution of individual physical processes to the overall equilibrium climatic state one approach is to test the sensitivity of the statistics generated by a climate model to perturbations in the parameters that influence that particular physical process in such a modeling program the effects of changes can first be tested in isolation from other interacting components of the system and then in concert with all known processes in a complete climatic model in this research we should not rely exclusively on the general circulation models gcms but we should employ a variety of modeling approaches we note however that not only are the gcms and the coupled gcms in particular useful in the calibration of the simpler models but they are essential to the detailed diagnosis of the shorter period climatic states that are in approximate statistical equilibrium with slowly changing boundary conditions a fundamental approach to the problem of modeling climate and climatic variation must proceed through the consideration of dynamical models of the coupled components of the climatic system in minimum practical terms this means the joint atmosphere ocean system although for some purposes such as the behavior of ice sheets and glaciers the cryosphere must be included as well 
efforts to assemble such models are just getting underway and their further development is given high priority in the research program recommended in chapter six predictability and the question of transitivity it is possible to regard climatic change as a conventional initial boundary value problem in fluid dynamics if we define the climatic system as consisting of the atmosphere hydrosphere and cryosphere in this deterministic view the behavior of the system is governed by the changes of the external boundary conditions see figure 3.1 over relatively short periods it is even possible to regard the land ice masses as part of the external conditions as well it is probably not possible however to remove the hydrosphere from the internal system and still talk meaningfully about climatic variation as the surface layers of the ocean interact with the atmosphere on the shortest time scales associated with climate see figure 3.3 decoupling of the ocean however is exactly what has so far been done in conventional atmospheric and oceanic general circulation models although preliminary efforts to consider the coupled system have been made see appendix b even with the atmosphere together with certain surface effects regarded as the sole component of the climatic system and with all external boundary conditions held fixed there is in spite of our physical expectations no assurance that there will be a climate in the sense that time series generated by the atmospheric changes will settle into a statistically steady state and no assurance that the climate if it exists is unique in the sense that the statistics are independent of the initial state it is therefore useful to define a random time series or the system generating such a series as transitive if its statistics and hence its climatic states are stable and independent of the initial conditions and as intransitive if not as shown by lawrence 1968 nonlinear systems which are far simpler than the atmosphere sometimes display a tendency to fluctuate in an irregular manner between two or more internal states while the external boundary conditions remain completely unchanged this behavior is related to the system's transitivity and is illustrated in figure 3.4 let us assume that two different states of a climatic system are possible at a time t equals zero such as a and b in figure 3.4 and let us consider that a is the climatic state that would normally be expected under the given constant boundary condition in a completely transitive system the climatic state b would approach the state a with the passage of time and eventually become indistinguishable from it this would correspond to a unique solution for the climate under fixed boundary conditions in a completely intransitive system on the other hand the climatic state b would remain unchanged and two possible solutions would exist there would in this case moreover be no way in which we could continue to identify the state a as the normal or correct solution as state b would presumably furnish an equally acceptable set of climatic statistics 
a third behavior however is perhaps the most interesting of all and is displayed by an almost intransitive system in this case the system in state b may behave for a while as though it were intransitive and then at time t1 shift toward an alternative climatic state a where it might remain for a further period of time at time t2 the system might then return to the original climatic state b where it could remain or enter into further excursions the climate exhibited by such a system would thus consist of two or more quasi-stable states together with periods of transition between them for longer periods of time the system might have stable statistics but for shorter periods of time it would appear to be intransitive because the atmosphere is constantly subject to disturbances such as those arising from flow over rough terrain or from the occurrence of baroclinic instability one might think that it could not be an almost intransitive system and fail to show greater excursions of annual and decadal climatic states than it does this depends of course on the level of variability associated with individual climatic states and hence on the time interval we select to define the climatic state itself and on how close neighboring quasi-stable states might be what may appear to be a climatic transition on one time scale may become the natural noise level of a climatic state defined over a longer interval this is consistent with many of the climatic records presented in appendix a even so it might still be possible for the coupled ocean atmosphere system or for the coupled ocean atmosphere ice system to be almost intransitive one cannot help but be struck by the appearance of those proxy records that display repeated transitions between two states see figures a thirteen and a fourteen in particular this evidence suggests that the glacial interglacial oscillations that have characterized the past million years of the earth's climatic history may be the climatic transitions of an almost intransitive system another possible example of this phenomenon is the irregular and relatively sudden reversal of the earth's magnetic poles the search for further evidence of this sort in both the paleoclimatic record and in the climatic history generated by numerical models is an important task for future research as though the specter of almost intransitivity were not enough on the longer time scales of climatic variation it is equally important to recognize another potentially serious complication if it turns out that climatic evolution is influenced to a significant degree by environmental impacts originating outside the atmosphere ocean cryosphere system then the predictability of climate will be additionally constrained by the predictability of the environment in a larger sense this in turn could turn out to be the greatest stumbling block of all as illustrated for example by the difficulty of predicting the timing and intensity of volcanic eruptions which inject radiation attenuating layers of dust into the upper atmosphere and by the difficulty of predicting the behavior of the sun itself which is the ultimate source of the energy driving the climatic system as noted earlier the predictability of climatic variation 
is constrained by an inherent limitation in the detailed predictability of the atmosphere and ocean climatic noise as previously defined thus arises from the unavoidable uncertainty in the determination of the initial state and from the nonlinear nature of the relevant dynamics as shown for example by lawrence 1969 fluctuations in the weather for periods beyond a few weeks may therefore be treated in large part as though they were generated by an unpredictable random process the observed time series of many meteorological variables may be reasonably well modeled by a first-order markov process with a time tau lagged correlation given by r as a function of tau equals exponent the quantity minus v times the absolute value of tau with a constant decay rate v of the order of 0.3 per day the corresponding power spectrum as a function of frequency omega is given by p as a function of omega equals a divided by the quantity v squared plus omega squared where a is a constant as omega approaches zero for such a spectrum we have p is a function of omega approaching a divided by v squared which is a constant and the very low frequency end of the spectrum therefore appears white there is thus some contribution to climatic variations on all time scales no matter how long arising from the fluctuations of the weather while these considerations do not directly address the physical basis of climatic change they are nevertheless basic to our view of the predictability of climatic change what parts of climatic variations on various time scales are potentially predictable and what parts are just climatic noise in the power spectrum is there potentially predictable variability above the white low frequency end of the daily weather fluctuations or is it possible that some of the long-term compensation processes such as those shown in figure 3.3 might depress the spectrum below its white extension to omega equals zero the 250-year record of monthly mean temperatures in central england compiled by manley 1959 shows small lagged correlations significantly above that of weather out to about six months small but perhaps significant lagged correlations at two and four years and a generally white spectrum with some evidence of extra variability for periods of few decades and longer c e leith ncar boulder colorado unpublished results the six-month lagged correlation may well be a reflection of the role of north atlantic sea surface temperature anomalies on the english climate and illustrates the somewhat longer periods of the autovariation of the coupled ocean atmosphere system over those of the atmosphere alone as indicated in figure 3.3 additional evidence of even longer period variability is found in the historical and paleoclimatic records kutzbach and bryson 1974 see figure a5 further studies of this kind should be made with statistical tests not only of the pessimistic null hypothesis that nothing is predictable but also of hypotheses that are framed more optimistically long-range or climatic forecasting as our understanding of the physical basis of climatic variation grows 
we hope to be able to discern the predictable climatic change signal from the unpredictable climatic noise and to describe with some confidence the character of both past and likely future climates in view of the questions posed by the limited predictability however this discernment may be limited to those circumstances in which there is a relatively large change in the processes or boundary conditions of the climatic system the related problem of forecasting specific seasonal and annual climatic variations rests upon the same physical basis and may prove more difficult to solve to reach these goals will require the coordinated use of all our research tools whether they be observational numerical or theoretical the capstone of these efforts will be the emergence of an increasingly well-defined and tested theory of climatic variation whether the predictability of climatic change turns out to be lower than many would like to believe or to be limited to a finite range as in the problem of weather forecasting the quest for understanding must be made our recommendations for the research that we believe to be a necessary part of this effort are presented in detail in chapter six end of section three recording by warren cotty gurney illinois